Welcome to Three Devs and a Maybe, the podcast series for beginner web developers and general web enthusiasts. Now, introducing your show hosts Michael Budd, Fraser Hart, Lewis Keynes, and Ed Mann. Hi, everyone, welcome to another episode of Three Devs and a Maybe. Uh, I am Michael Budd, and I am joined today by Ed Mann. Hello. And the delectable special guest, Joe Watkins. Hi, Joe. Hello. Hello. Delectable? What does delectable mean? Yeah, I have no idea know. what delectable means. I just... It sounds good. It sounds good. But is oh, it some northern word that's bad? I don't know. I just saw it on, heard it on TV recently. Delectable. Delectable. It might not even exist, but I don't know. <laughs> what TV show was this? Was this Jeremy Carl or that new Judge Judy type show? I don't well, know. I, I only watch... Um... Just say just say it wasn't Joey Essex. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's it. Please say it. It was definitely not Joey. <laughs> definitely not that. No. Uh, sorry. That, I like it. He's not a him, it's a that. Yeah. But anyway, uh, Joe, how are you? I'm doing well, yeah. yeah. How is the Isle of Wight? Oh, it's beautiful. Yeah. Even when it rains and like when it snows a little bit, it's still pretty. I love the Isle of Wight. I really have got a lot of time for it. Yeah. It's great. Yeah. And how about you, Ed? Um, yeah, it's going really well. Really yeah. well. Um, so it's been a couple of days since I spoke to you, I guess. I was thinking that, yeah. It, not yeah. much has happened since then. Um, but I, I would let you know, obviously, if they, if it had. So yeah, you sure. can just reassure that it's exactly the same. I'm doing well. How about yeah. you, Mickey? Uh, yeah, not too bad. Not too bad. Uh, I have had a bit of a weird issue today. It's, it's now a good time to just bring that up quickly. Go for it. Did you meet Joey Essex Maybe and have you... an awkward conversation with him? <laughs> <laughs> I was doing a World Pay integration today. Have yep. you, ever, have you ever had done world pay no i i don't want to do any payment gateways i hate them They're basically scary. yeah the payment notification thing i'm getting an error uh basically saying that it's a 403 error like forbidden thing okay and i don't know why when i change the like uh the payment notification address to my own private box it works fine what would so, that be is this like a quiz oh damn 50 50 find a friend ask the audience yeah it's what i did is a debugging technique i opened up like a Created like a curl request, and I did it to my box, and it it worked fine. And when I did the curl request against the uh, IPN address on the box, it came back again forbidden. So hang on, so that that when they try and request uh, the IPN from the they they request your page from you, it yeah. comes up with your page says no, 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 four four yeah. four three. You're not allowed to actually access this. Yeah, and I basically I oh, went to uh, H access. I basically added something to say like allow anything from cross server, blah blah blah. Because I thought maybe that was causing an issue, but uh, no, no. That's, that's strange. And, and you can access it just through the browser. Is yeah, that, yeah, is that works I, fine. It's not got any funky like nope. mm, doesn't check any headers in the file. Make sure it's actually a real browser request. It doesn't like automatic bot type things. Maybe I don't know. Well, that's what I'm thinking, but I, I honestly don't think so. I don't know. But... I think the best solution is to not do payment gateways. Yeah. Yeah. Is to give up. I don't know about Joe. I, I would give up on payment gateways. They, oh, uh, yes. Yeah, hire a lackey, I would. <laughs> <laughs> well, thanks. Or Joey Essex. He is a... <laughs> we'll get him on the case. We'll get Joey Essex on the case. Uh, anyway. any, any of our audience who don't know who Joey Essex is, don't worry, we'll have pictures and links in the uh, show notes. He's oh, huge no. all over the world. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway, Ed, I'll let you... Uh, I'll hand over to you. You've got some... Uh, um, okay. Well, yes. Um, so, Joe, 
How has it been since the last time we spoke? It's been probably about a couple of weeks now, actually. Yeah, I was working on um, the test. Yeah, how did that go? Well, actually, I have bravely decided to give up. No, why? Joey would be really upset. (laughs) (laughs) Just because... It says in the documentation that it's not ready for unsupervised use. Ah, right. I was going to do our. I was going to sort of try and try and reproduce it, but I don't have the resources that they've got, and it would take me longer to get something stable than it's going to take them to get something stable. So, because because you were saying that the so the test is is a load balancing uh, solution for MySQL databases yeah, yeah and it's they, they've got a couple of uh, what is it binary protocol version like uh, ports to make it so it works for java and it works yeah for Python. You, can write, you can write drivers in other languages which doesn't seem all that great to me but then nor does it seem that great to reproduce all the work just to do it in the same language sort of thing i, I like the idea but i mean i can't i I can't really just do whatever I want. I've got to do what's sensible. So, well, so, so did your boss? Because I remember you saying that your boss like showed you this, or your manager said, "Hey, look at this." Check this out. So, do you have like a time box uh, like deadline of when you, how long you can spend playing around with uh, this thing if it's feasible, or is it more just like a side project type thing? No, I don't really do deadlines. Um, um, I was just sort of told about it and then sort of asked to look at, look at it, and I uh, probably spent more than a month on it. To be honest, just researching and. Um, you know, researching all the different things involved and seeing what it would take to reproduce it and researching what the driver would look like if I, if I was to write a driver for their, for their solution. And then, and then I just said, I'm sorry, but I just don't think this is for now. I think we should come back to it in six months when they've, when they've had six more months on it and they're not, the last commit was in the last few days. Yeah. That, if it's that commit happy, I mean, is there any, there isn't like, I'm guessing a dot fix release. Dot o release. Uh, no. There's no, there's no release versions yet, and they they do explicitly say it's not ready for unsupervised use, which means that they've got people around the clock watching it to make sure nothing goes wrong. And we can't afford to do that. I can't dedicate the resources to do that, so we can't even help with the stabilization process because we're just not at that scale. So what? So, what I mean, I don't know if you can talk about it. So, so what scale are you actually at then? So what? What do you? Where do you work and? I don't know if you can talk about this, like what do you actually do that requires this type of load balancing? Okay, well, um, I work for a, a white-label dating platform and uh, they've got like more than 100 websites based on the same code base. Okay. And they're sort of like niche dating sites. So the traffic is, is quite quite a lot, but it's only at certain times of day and it's just not at the scale that... It's not at the, the scale that YouTube's at at all. So... Basically, the, pla- the platform that it, it uses was already written, and my job description is just find ways to improve it. And it, the code base is somewhere between sort of legacy and, and modern. Like we've got lots right. of tests, and, and we try to use modern standards where we can. And I pester people to do things the right way in that. But in the end, we've got I don't know fifty odd developers working with different skill sets, and it's just. Trying to juggle um, that, trying to get, get get like a, a main kind of yeah standard. Yeah, and, and and sort of it's already in production, so like we can't we can't spend time making sure everything's PSR whatever compliant yeah. when when actually we're in production and people are, people have got bugs and they're solving problems. So a lot of the time we make we make a kind of trade off. So and the code base is um, three three million lines. Wow. 
Um, so, so it's quite big. Well, that's it. No, it's really interesting though, because um, so so I'm assuming so is this kind of the kind of code base that someone brought, you know, kind of started hacking on it a bit, and then it's built and it's built up, and then it was like, oh yeah, we can use that again for this site, and it's kind of yeah, 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 yeah it's slowly being built up. We, this this is a very common occurrence. I've definitely felt this before. Yeah, I mean, it's quite quite the normal story, sort of. Uh, you know, a small team got successful, and they and they. You know, they, they wrote a little framework and they, and they done things semi, semi properly for the year. But, uh, that was years ago and, um, it's successful and it runs at a different, much different scale to what it had at first, you know, when it was just being used on one or two sites. And so it's quite fragile. We, we I try, I mean, it's sort of my job to improve that. So I probably shouldn't say that it's fragile, but it is. Um, well, I mean, that's why you've got a job, isn't it? <laughs> you know, yeah, it, 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 yeah to solve I mean, these things. It does really well. It's not like it's, it, it crashes all the time all that it's quite stable it's just uh, a lot of the programmers are setting their ways and they're not they're not great ways some of them i mean mickey you, you can definitely i don't know I, i'm putting words in your mouth you can testament to this kind of thing as well where dealing with code bases legacy code bases and things of that nature yeah well, i actually enjoy that more than starting something new though a lot of the time because something new can fail yeah. but something that's already successful and that you're looking at improving you know you can really make a difference there you can actually save servers and you can, you know, can save actual time and you can actually push the business forward. But when you're, when you're just working on something brand new and it's not, it's not making money yet, there's always the possibility that you will lose your job because the business isn't successful. Yeah, that's very true. Yeah. I think it, for me, like I've had such today where it's like something's not working and it's like, well, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to completely take out that code and rebuild that bit. But then it's like, how far down the rabbit hole do you go? And because, where do you cut, cut it off? You know what I mean? Like, chances are if you have to re, refactor a section of code, then probably there's more that you can, can need to do and then more and you keep going and keep going. It's tricky, isn't it? Whereas if it's your own project, you start from the ground up, then everything's done the way that you want it. It's not to yeah. say that you'll do it perfect first time, but I, I don't know. It's a tricky one, isn't it? Yeah. So that's, that's, that's basically what I, that's basically what I do. Yeah, that, that, that's cool. And so, is this a, is it a PHP role, a C role? Because I know that you've released a couple of because they're quite nice. They're quite cool about releasing this stuff to the open source world. Oh god, they're so cool! Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, that must um, be awesome. Well, I mean, I, I, um, to quote the guy who gave me the interview, I can write in Thai if I like. <laughs> I, I don't. Um, I'll get given a problem and solve it. That's my job is to solve it, not to use a particular language or framework or whatever. That's very cool. Um, so yeah, that is very cool. And like the other day, like I just said, I, I just, um, said to my manager, like, I, I'm going to give up on this for testing. I've been reading for like a month and you, you know how that gets. You're sort of just starved. Yep. You're something. so, yeah. It's so in, in drenched in the problem and you're just like, I yeah. don't know what, yeah. And I said, Oh, can I, can I have a couple of days to, um, catch up on like open source stuff and that? And he said, Oh yeah, do whatever you interest, do whatever interests you. And I thought, that's just great. That's amazing. Do whatever interests you. <laughs> yeah, it's quite difficult to find that sort of thing, but yeah, they're they're, they're very liberal, I suppose. No, that that's it's really cool. cool. I mean, because because that was one of the things actually um, that that actually sparked this week with uh, with me is like remote working. Because I assume that you work remotely, um, you know, at home away in the Isle of Wight, and I know Mickey, you've had experience, and you actually currently do still have experience working remote. And I'm just wondering yeah. from both your angles, like I think I don't know whether you both may have different 
opinions on it because i know mickey you kind of loved it at the beginning and maybe now you prefer being in the office and it'll be really yeah. interesting to see how you deal with it and how like yeah, yeah. i mean the, the, the pros and cons of working remote which i me to go first uh, go I... for it mickey uh, go yeah, for you, it well, you go first yeah cool all right well i i guess for me it really depends on i love working from home if i know that i've got something i can get my teeth into and i can just crack on and you know it's like like when things going well, you're happy just to keep on coding for hours and hours, and you think, "Wow, I've not had any food or anything." Uh, but the problem is, if you're working on a project with with multiple people, and certainly in my role now, where we are, and we, you know, got designers, front end developers, blah blah blah, and we're working on, you know, web, uh, you know, like e-commerce projects or, or brochure sites, that kind of stuff. It's you need that communication, and then the way we would do that is on Skype if we're working from from home, and I, I don't find that efficient. I would argue that that is not efficient. Um, so I do like that when you can just walk over to someone's desk and say, hey, you know, what's going on here? Blah, 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 that kind of thing. And also it's just good for having a quick update. Like sometimes you get to the end of a bit of work and then you want to like, well, what am I going to do next? I could really do with talking with you know, both these people. And okay, you could do a group call on Skype, but I, something is missed. And you, I don't know, for me, I, I, I much prefer being in the office now. Which is weird. I never thought it would be that way, but that that would be my sense. But uh, but you go, Joe. Well, I think to be honest, the main driver for me wanting to work from home is I get to be here all the time. My kids are yeah, and that is basically the, the main driver of it. I mean, um, yeah. not least of all, life wouldn't work for us if I had to go out of the house. Yeah, and um, so I just sort of got. I mean, I've been doing it for like ten ten years now, more than ten years. So. I've just got, I've just got used to it, but I'd say the things I actually, that's probably the actual reason, but the things I enjoy, the things I appreciate about it are a lot of the time I need to think and people get in the way of thinking. Yeah. Um, yeah. They, you can lose your train of thought and, you know, it can take you an hour to get back on it. It literally can take you an hour to rebuild the model that you had in your head before someone came over and asked you some mundane question. That's a um, great point. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, um, I can't, I can't work like that. I need to have, like you said a minute ago, sometimes you work without eating and you yeah. not sleep properly, but I actually need to do that to work the way I do. It's probably, that sounds really unhealthy, but that's just the way it is. And I recognize that's the way it is. And I don't think, I, I don't think I'd be as productive when you sit in and, and I just tend to get asked a lot of questions. And then I have worked in office environments briefly on temporary contracts and I just, find it a nightmare all the people just asking you all the time and I, I, uh, that's 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 probably what i appreciate the most but the other thing is you get lonely even if you've got like your whole family around doing pets and a cat and a rabbit and whatever you still get you still get there's no one to actually talk to no one to bounce ideas off of working from home can be quite lonely like even if you're surrounded by your family and i speak to so many people at my place who say exactly the same thing and yeah. it, it can be you know what? Sometimes it is nice just to have you uh, to be with your colleagues, but it's a double-edged sword. I I was just going because both of your your thoughts, like both of me th- thought, made me think the right people, like mm. you know the people that will leave you alone. Uh, you know, at the time when you're thinking, yeah, um, I know they're hard to find. You know, but the people that know, okay, he's in his zone. Well, zone is about you know, but he's obviously thinking. He obviously needs needs to be on his own. I'm not going to ask him these questions. And the people that you know you can go to, and you you will want to bash ideas off. And and the thing you said there, Mickey, about um, you know 
getting a couple of people together just to kind of brainstorm yeah. something you know it is valuable in person i can definitely yeah. understand that i can and yeah. you know but i i do think you can make remote working work <laughs> remote working work yeah um if you've got the right people who can another thing i think is 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 kind of articulating your problem and being around to actually you know answer questions and expressing yourself because it is a different medium isn't it now you're not in face to face now you're gonna have to talk to a computer screen yeah um this week yeah as i said like uh, as you were kind of alluding to uh, mickey was that you know I, i've i've done a week working remote and yeah i've been in the office for i've been working here since july june july last year and now this is the first week i'm working fully remote it, i do agree the loneliness gets you a bit actually and and, and yeah. as you say like you know you both said like you know even though you've got your family around they're not they're not the geeks they're not the people who are working on the same problem you can't have banter about you know problems that you're working on pro you know and they're they're kind of dealing with the same stress that you're dealing with and though you may yeah. be able to convey it in a skype message or a hip chat comment or you know whatever it doesn't yeah. come the same as being able to be face to like you know you know desk to desk and seeing oh yeah we're both we're both solving that you know sorting out and having our own problems that we need to deal with yeah i think the other thing to say is when it comes to working on a team and everyone's remote uh skype's no good at that i mean we use skype for like showing each other pictures of kittens and whatever but, <laughs> but for actual collaboration there's like fabricator and there's like other sets of tools you can use for that sort of thing and we do a lot of our collaboration with the actual tools and so when it comes to like uh skype's not a very good medium for like conveying complex ideas like you it's it awkward to read code and things like that but when you're in the environment of fabricator you've got that all that's kind of all the tooling that you need to sort of communicate your ideas like code editors and and the ability to edit each other's code and, and things like that so that's the other thing to say that that makes that much easier it's not as if it's not as if you've got to sort of keep keep trying to explain your ideas in in english on skype all, all the time i mean that does get that can sometimes get annoying especially when um like everyone you work with is is not maybe native english but everyone understands code so you can just go in the in the in, and, and explain your ideas with actual code so that's that's the other thing to say about that that makes it much easier i, I remember when no one really used um no one really used tools because it was like a, just an added expense uh um, yeah. everyone just got together on skype or in an irc room or on some other chat room and that was a nightmare that was horrible but uh yeah collaboration yeah. tools make it all much easier yeah that's very true actually yeah that's interesting so so what is fabricator then is that a, a like a code sharing code uh like collaboration uh, order in, order in and review and, and yeah it's got like git hooks and it integrates with your like, uh, version control and all that Ooh. kind of stuff and, and uh it just uh it's got all the like collaboration tools that you might want like uh you know like um gist like pastebin and that sort of thing so you can actually work on a bit of code you know in, in a proper sort of semi-proper coding environment and that's that's invaluable i find yeah do you find so, so, how, so that's it how does your process then work then is it is it very much like you work with other people or are you just giving problems that you then solve on your own and then come back to the group and kind of you know um, fight, just describe your findings basically i'm just given a, a problem to solve and then i solve solve it and then i tell the group how to sort of use the solution I, d I don't i haven't really been put to work with directly with any php developer. oh i was put i was put to work with one 
one guy, but he left. Uh, so yeah, I basically I don't I well, you killed him. I don't know, you know. <laughs> I killed him. <laughs> I, I, I didn't kill him. He really did leave. Um, <laughs> <laughs> That's my story, and I'm sticking to it. I, I don't. I don't actually. I, I work on my own, and then I sort of. I'll have. Sometimes I'll, I'll. The solution will be PHP, and sometimes it'll be C, and sometimes it'll be something else. And so I, I'll do the solution, and then if changes are needed, I tell the rest of everyone else what what to do. Or, or I publish it in the PHP manual. <laughs> that, that's what I was thinking. Yeah, exactly. You know, yeah. And, and I suppose there it comes into the stuff that you do specifically. Like, I suppose you're working with a lot of different, you know, a polyglot kind of development, you know, community where you've got a lot of people who are PHP, C. I don't know. Actually, are you mainly the only C programmer or are I'm there the a only lot of C, I'm the only C programmer, but we do have like um, many different teams like iOS and, and Android and, and that sort of thing as well. Many different people around. And I suppose there is that documentation and document writing these things down is really valuable because, you know, sometimes you're not, you know, you know, quickly to the computer, you know, you're away AFK and, and people need to know stuff. So writing this stuff down must be important. Yeah, it, yeah, it is. I mean, you can, you can, if it's PHP, it's easy. I mean, they can just read the code, but yeah, yeah other, other things are quite difficult. So ideally, I, li- I like to be, I like to be able to, if it's a PHP extension, I like to be able to publish it because then I can put it in the PHP manual and all the work's done for me. And it sort of gets tested for us for free as well, which is probably That is what a nice do. thing. Absolutely. And I suppose, I mean, this is the thing, like you don't really see your company. I mean, I haven't seen you put, put branded to a company that, you know, they kind of think, you know, that this guy who works for them kind of, you know, put my corporate hat on it, you know, that actually, you know, <laughs> works for them, does, you know, all this awesome stuff for PHP. Um, and it's pretty cool that they allow you to, you know, spend the time to actually do this and actually release it because, you know, you're giving back to the community, which is awesome. Yeah, it is. But I, I, I think it should not be so surprising that that's, I mean, I, I've got quite a cushy role, but it shouldn't be so surprising when someone gets work time to work on something open source. I mean, if it wasn't for open source, then none of us would really have jobs. Yep. So, so everyone, if you've got someone in your company that's able to, everyone should be allowed to, to sort of contribute back even if it's, if it's a php package or you know something on packages or whatever or, or or just in some other way contribute to the manual php manual or whatever i think every, i think every company should make an effort to do that because uh it's sort of it nothing would get done if it weren't for some people being allowed well that that's it absolutely and like you know all this you know the free work that these people are putting in is providing pretty much businesses that they're creating businesses creating opportunity for other people yeah. and, and giving back is a really valuable thing yeah so everyone should try i was just looking at fabricator it looks amazing looks like yeah. i've been looking for for years but yeah. <laughs> it's, really, it's really good yeah yeah is well, that something that you came across at your when working for the uh, company you work for now or you use it personally uh, before well i'd heard of it before um facebook use it for hhvm Right. Um, I'd heard of it before, but I'd never actually seen it. And then, and then I started this job, and, and we were using it. And then I found out that Facebook were using it as well. So it's quite um, apparently quite well used. Yeah. No. Yeah. We never have any any actual problems with it, and it's got loads of stuff. I could be playing with that later. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> Try and deploy it in your company. Yeah. <laughs> I'll give it a go. So as uh, I think, so with Mickey, with with your work, you know, because I think you know yeah. you're both working on very different, you know, things. You're working in an agency environment, and then you know Joe's working on back end kind of optimization stuff. Um, 
you are liaising with you know developer des- other developers designers front end developers how you know I, I mean i felt in the last couple of days you know sometimes it is better just better walk to the death but how do you articulate and how do you kind of solve the problem if you can't be face to face well this is it i mean i've said this many times but i hate meetings i especially hate meetings about meetings but um (laughs) um, but they do have their you know their benefits i guess to waste uh, time yeah (laughs) yeah. well yeah i mean it's it's a tricky one i mean like we've just brought in recently and uh a kind of developer update every day now at half past nine. Oh, so uh, like a check-in type thing. Well, exactly. Kind of agile. agile. Yeah. It's supposed, we're supposed to be heading towards that. And, that sounds uh, extremely stupid. Well, <laughs> when it first started, I thought yeah, it, was, it was quite helpful. The idea was that we have lots of developers and we quite often have no idea what the other developers are doing. Yeah. So the idea is that we, we all get an idea what each other else is doing and, and then if we hear about it, we might be able to help each other with stuff. Uh, I would say the first week it was really interesting, really helpful. But then, like me and a developer today, we're talking and we're saying, "I have no idea what everyone else is doing." Because well, you what, be, even though even though you're you're doing even this. though we stood for it, because it's it's hard actually. Because then it's kind of how much detail do you give? And all that ends up happening is, yeah, I'm working on this project today. Tomorrow, I'm working on that project, and you don't get into nitty gritty and. Uh, and then yeah. I suppose because it's it's gone out of the remit of just being a check-in type thing because, you know, yeah. if you start delving into problems. I think, again, it's people, though. Surely it, it's like trying to work out, you know, you know mm. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, Joe, you're saying that was due. So have you ever done that kind of thing where you, like, check in at, like, a certain time? And No, you definitely don't want me in a meeting. <laughs> you don't want me in a meeting. Um, so... That doesn't happen. Are, are um, you the rowdy guy, or are you the guy that just says, "I don't want to be here"? Well, no, a meeting only gets to finish because nobody interrupts. No, no, nobody yeah. interrupts, and I, in, I interrupt. So, <laughs> I don't like people being vague. So, if, if you're gonna like, you just said out how much details can you give? Yeah. If you say to me, if you say to me, I'm gonna, I'm gonna tackle X problem. I'm gonna ask, how are you gonna tackle X yeah. problem? Yeah. Then you're gonna tell me how you do it, and I'm gonna tell you you're doing it wrong. <laughs> and, well, anyone would though, wouldn't they? Yeah, They're gonna have a better idea. Yeah. Why don't you do it like this? Yeah. And then, and then that's just a waste of time. Why don't they just do their job? And I'll do mine. I agree what, with you. What, what we do, what we do is just every morning we just say what I'm doing, whatever I'm doing today. But there's no like, there's no like. You, you have to come in and we have to all discuss it together and yeah that because that is just it seems like a waste of time to me that, that's interesting i mean that actually goes on to another point i was thinking of like it just i suppose kind of like just developer life um criticism <laughs> it's yeah. one of things everyone hates it like you know and people give it and people take it and i i very much you know i i found like throughout my kind of life developing and just in general you know i mean obviously we all take it and we're like oh wow i can't believe that guy just said that and you may say something and feel something um but you know like i suppose everyone's just trying to convey their own opinion i suppose with again working external it's very different because if i can say something it's like twitter it's the same thing with twitter is that you know if i say something to you in face to face it may come across as again genuine heartedly nice comment but then maybe over Twitter or over a comment, over a git, you know, because a pull request, you know, comment, it may sound like I'm being a complete and utter dick. I wrote, I wrote, I wrote about this. Um, 
on my blog. Not 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 specifically for for everybody, but those that put. I suppose it is the same for everybody who works on a big team. But if you put yourself out there, like say you're Sebastian, the guy that writes PHP Unit, or you're Taylor, the guy that writes Laravel. Uh, if if you put yourself out like that, like these people, and then and then you you put your code out there, you're 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 really opening yourself up to massive criticism and uh, jealousy and stuff like that. Yeah, and and um. I, I use the term um, Hulk syndrome because even the, the, the faintest words can seem like an attack because you, every time you go out in public, every time you expose yourself to the public, you go on Twitter or whatever, people are talking about you and they're calling you names and whatever. And, and then uh, it, it just, you do, you do feel attacked anytime anyone says anything. And I suppose on a, on a big team, a, a big enough team, there would be a bit of that as well. You feel like you're always being criticised, and it's difficult to sort of, I, I, it's difficult to temper your 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 responses, and then and then it just it just makes it worse. So maybe maybe there's there's a bit of that uh, in the workplace as well. But I I used it to sort of explain why you see people like Taylor telling other people just to fuck off on Twitter and that because <laughs> he's just obviously just losing his temper because yeah, he just he's, always, yeah. he's been attacked. dealing with it. I mean that is exactly it and. It is very, code is personal. Code, it comes yeah. from an idea, it comes from an expression. You know, I mean, you know, you can go to the cliche of code is art. I mean, I wouldn't go that far, but I would say it's definitely, you know, it's a very, but if you say that I've done something, if I feel that I've done something right, I mean, this is just a genuine human thing. If I feel I've done something right and then you're saying, no, that's wrong. You feel attacked. You do. You, you feel yeah. personally hurt. I mean, you've, yeah. you've given this code, and especially in the open source world. I don't know how you, how you deal with it. You know, if someone in the open source world gives, you know, you've, you've submitted this code, you've pushed it out, you're releasing this for the good of the community, and then someone comes along and just says, no, nah, it's not good. Or, you know, says, and, but they don't give, they don't, it's not constructive. I think that another thing is destructive, which really hurts. Um, I, tr- I try to. I just. I try to keep in mind that the Hulk syndrome definitely does exist, and no one's out to get me. And that's really yeah. interesting. I, I actually, I have read that. But I just thinking back, I have read the article. Yeah, and it is a really interesting article. I'll put that in the show notes as well. Usually, usually, if people are talking, even if they're not very eloquent, they've got something to say. And even yeah. if they're using language that seems like they're attacking you, they've probably got something to say. So I just try. I mean, obviously, you don't. You don't. People don't talk about each other at work like they do in open source but i suppose on a big enough team with, with enough i think they do I, yeah i i really do think they do yeah. i think you know because once you put because i mean the thing is is you're you might not speak like that about the guy next to you but you might speak about like that uh, like that about a guy in a different team that's or, it yeah whatever. i mean if you've got big 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 companies that you know i mean again multinational companies it's almost the same as working rem- i'm guessing you know kind of remote and you're you know you're working you know in different comp, you know, open source projects, and then if you, you know, you'll use, you'll say these things. I think it's important to recognise that we sort of create that situation as well, but because we're sort of we're sitting here saying, oh yeah, that's definitely right, but then without realising that at some point we've been the people creating the problem. Absolutely. Yeah. So it's worth recognising that um, it's probably something that you shouldn't be looking for ways to sort of temper your reaction. You you should be looking for ways to to stop people provoking reactions and you know try, try and steer the conversation in a productive direction i don't know how to do that and i i don't always react the best i will tell people to fuck off if they annoy me on twitter because because yeah I'm just a human i think you're right though and i think like your point ed i think you hit the nail on the head really because like especially stuff that's open source like 
I get it like um, I've got like a disgust being on my, my site so I get negative comments now and again and there's some things on like my site that like stuff that I was doing when I was still coding procedurally but and I'm like I've left that on there because there's still some useful stuff in there it's not how I would do it now but there's some useful stuff in there but a lot of people like think oh I could just copy and paste this code and then when it doesn't work they'll come and cite you for it and it's like well actually I didn't put the code there for you to copy and paste I put it there so you could kind of have a look at how I do things and take some away some of the methodology. And I, I do get a bit offended. You know, I, well, not offended, but I do oh, take it personally. Hurt. I think it's hurt. I yeah, think it is. I do. It's, it's, it's that, yeah. And I remember, and like, just you guys talking about Taylor and stuff, like, I remember, like, I think it might have been Jeffrey Way tweeted Taylor, oh, whenever you read a tweet, remember the person, oh, imagine the person smiling as they typed it. I was like, well, <laughs> that's great, but if the person tweeted, like, oh, you idiot, you know, you couldn't, code to save your life. If you imagine the person smiling while they wrote it, it's not really going to help, is it? Do you know what I mean? It's, uh, uh, it's a tricky one. And and if it's open source, like you're not paying for that. So fair enough, if you pay for something and it's not working, then you've got some sort of right to complain about it. But if you take something that's free, you, yeah. you won't complain. I mean, like, if you went to a car dealer and it's like, oh, I'll have this car, there was something wrong with it. You'd be like, well... Yeah, I know. I got it for free. <laughs> yeah, I got it for free. I can't complain. Uh, excuse I? me, you know. I mean, that yeah. is, entit- is entitlement, I think. Um, yeah. And it's strange. We we have this, don't we? And it is so strange that for something that we get for free, we then slay and slander. And, and they are just human beings behind it who are creating it, who are like us, who have the same yeah. kind of thing, you know. So, some, of them, some of them are like us, but some of them are like that copy-pasting machine. That you, that you had yeah. copy paste in your old code. That's true. I, I, so just a quick anecdote on that. I've, I, it's really funny. You know, Stack Overflow has been um, banned in India. What? Really? Yeah, it's been blocked by their firewall in India. Why? Why is that? I didn't realize there was a pub, like a, a you know a full country firewall over India. I don't. I don't actually know. I don't actually know to be honest. Or maybe it's been blocked by a lot of companies yep. in India. But yep. I just know that, that that they've lost all their traffic from India because wow. it's been blocked somehow. <laughs> anyway. Um, that a bloke tweeted, an Indian developer, an Indian senior developer senior, tweeted yep. that he couldn't do his job because... No, he actually wrote a blog post, rather, and, and he explained that he couldn't do his job because he couldn't get on Stack Overflow to copy and paste code. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <laughs> and he, wow. he said that was how his whole team functioned yeah. and they couldn't do their job because Stack Overflow wasn't accessible. I thought it was so funny. <laughs> they just copy paste. Wow. They're senior developers, and they're just co- going on Stack Overflow and searching the thing they've got to do, and, and just making this copy paste monster. Wow. <laughs> yeah. I would love, to, I would love to see that code base. It would be in- interesting to say the least. I would. I think it would give me nightmares. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's the thing. Well, I mean, Joe, because you've got some very, you know, large open source projects. I mean, have you been like? I mean, as you said, like, you know, saying f you to certain people and stuff. Like, have, have people like come and attacked you on your code or on like, you know, not helping them for copying and pasting reasons type of thing? Well, not really. A couple of people have made snarky comments on on twitter and i actually rose above it and i didn't tell them to fuck off i um asked them to report any problems yep i love yeah. that no that that's the good way that's that is a nice pr way of saying you know politely screw yourself um i, I did leave a stupid bug in php debug which is software that's had about 50 hours spent on it and yeah. um i left a stupid bug in it but some... i mean the thing is stupid to find you know i mean you know it was a bug you're human 
it happens. Someone finds it, fine. You know, we can work on it. It's not. Yeah. I mean, so, uh, so someone then took offence to that. I can't believe you you actually did a bug in your program. How dare someone, you? Some, <laughs> someone someone tweeted that they they'd found it within five minutes of looking at the source code and started. wow, lovely, lovely, positive. Yeah, great, yeah. great kind. Yeah, I mean that that. And then and then they called me out on on the use of the word awesome source as well. <laughs> they, they said they said that we obviously thought we were awesome source because we'd use that word in our description on the website. What? <laughs> yeah. So I just said, yeah, just report any bugs you find. Thanks for your help. Oh man, that I mean that much, I don't know about you, but that to me would kind of make me want to close off a bit. I mean, I, I really want to kind of you know and and even do this medium of podcast kind of thing. It's just opening up a bit and then if someone attacks well, you you do feel like you want to repel a bit uh you just you just kind of learn to rise above it i mean uh if people want to help they help if they want to be dicks they're going to be dicks yep. so, yeah yeah you just sort of do your thing yeah i mean it goes both ways isn't it? i mean i i think priests sometimes i'm too delicate i mean the amount of times i've sucked at you ed when you've shown me oh like, mickey we love you man you know <laughs> you're like oh i hate you you know and then you just come back you know yeah, and it's only after I, I, you know, I really appreciate, uh, you know, what, what you've taught me and stuff, but I can talk a little bit and it, I guess there's always room we to also, improve on I, that. I really do think we all, I do. I mean, you know, it's, yeah, it's natural. I think it's, it's the personal kind of hitting at people. And, and again, it's the media and, and this is the goes into the remote kind of back there is that, you know, if you say yeah. it over a medium such as just text, you know, you know, or even over the phone or, you know, not in person. People don't get the feeling. Okay, they're actually sulking. That's why they're doing it. It's not actually a personal. I don't know. It, it's interesting. These these, these kind of things, like you know, working remote is 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 really interesting and really good. Like awesome, but also yeah. I feel maybe you know there, there's bits that you miss because you're yeah. not getting to work with these people. But as, as you say though, Joe, I mean, you were saying you know you want to get on with the problem. You know, you, yeah. you know your 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 remit is you want you know you get a problem, you solve it, and you come back to the team and. If you're not pairing and if you're not doing things like that, you know, that or you're not, you know, working, collaborating with other people, that really works well because you can just get on with your stuff. Yeah. Um, I mean, one thing actually this week I have found already and it's going back into the ways that because I, I used to be do freelance stuff was that I find it hard. It's very funny because people assume when you say you work from home or, you know, they say, oh, you know, you work remote or something, they assume that you just dos all day you, they assume oh yeah what you work you mean you work yeah. at home because oh i couldn't work from home because working from home oh i'll just be too distracted by the tv and stuff they don't really understand our kind of ways which is no no i want to get the work done i'm addicted to it a bit you know like yeah. you know it, yeah. it, actually i need people to pry me away from it or you know especially the computer itself you know and and i found that already that I, you know, I haven't taken, you know, I didn't do a lunch today. And it's like, oh, you know, and I know that if I was at work, people would be, you know, pestering, oh, what are we doing for lunch today and stuff. And I suppose, how do you two both, you know, kind of balance your days out? I I don't. Does it naturally, <laughs> does it naturally just happen, I guess? Like, because you've got kids. I mean, that's the thing. Both of you got kids. You know, you're kind of forced to. Yeah, um, that's like a natural break point in the day. I've got to drop off the kids at school and pick them up. But I... I'm at the computer any time I'm awake, I'm afraid. I, yeah. I mean, I, I take the kids out all the time, like Zoo and whatever, because, like I said, a lot of the time, we don't actually have to type. Do you know what I mean? We don't have to be writing code and deleting yeah, code. That's a like really, it. really, yeah, really, yeah, true. So if, if I'm thinking, then I can walk around the zoo and look at some pandas, and, and that doesn't stop me from thinking. And um, so I, I'm not saying I'd spend all my all my time at the zoo, but at the weekend, you know, if I've got a, if I've got a problem... I don't just sit all weekend and, and every night. I'll still get on with life, 
when I'm not when I'm not you know on, off, on office hours. But other other than that, I don't I don't really because it's my hobby, and it's not just a matter of um, you know you, you you work a few extra hours every day and you you miss a meal and so you 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 work you do you do a bit more. I mean, in the first three months that I worked with the current company, I made more. I made more commits and more impact than everyone else that had in the year before, in the whole year before. Yeah. That is awesome. Yeah. And so, because you care, because like you care, you, you know, yeah, you're if, interested, you're in, you know, you're intrigued. If working you're, you know, like that can let, let you achieve that sort of thing, then then I can do that while I'm while I'm still physically able to do that, and there's no reason not to. Yeah. Um. I don't think I, I. You know, you can't make that kind of impact if you just nine to five it and you. Well, I think that I think that's with all of us. Like, it's coding is not just a work job. I think you can definitely take Weedle out the people who care about it enough to want to do it more. You know, it's an addiction. It's a good addiction. It's a nice addiction. You know, because yeah. you get a, we get a lot from it. You know, we we get a job, but also we get you know a, a hobby. Um, and I suppose that's another thing. Like, it's very. I I don't know about you guys, but like I've I, I don't I found that you know working nine to five sometimes getting back my hobby is programming so i'll go back and i'll sit on the you know on the computer again you know staring at a video and i'll be thinking actually i'm not feeling that great about this at the moment in a sense you know you kind of burn yourself out um i don't ever burn out see now that's impressive that is is very impressive we want your gift what is the secret (laughs) what have you got is it is it the isle of Wight? you know like air or something yeah because no it's just because my standard isn't go a million miles an hour my standard is get shit done at whatever pace is suitable. So sometimes I'll be able to go a million miles an hour for a few months and, and then for maybe another month I won't go a million miles an hour, but I'll still be getting stuff done. It's that's, just, that's I, I don't ever stop. So you don't have kind of like a, cause I think this is again, this is another thing that like I used to do jogging and, and like, I know Mickey, you're doing it now. You know, when you think like, okay, so I've now jogged 13 miles. So yeah. the next time I jog, I have to do 13 miles. If I don't do 13 miles, I've failed. Yours is yeah. that, you know, is that, you know, that you, you know, you've reached that bar. So the higher, but yours is kind of, you're saying that it's, it's kind of is a fluctuating bar, isn't it? Where, you know, the stuff that I can get done now, you know, I'm peaking here, but then it doesn't matter next week. I'm still getting stuff done. That's all that matters. Even yeah. if it's not as much, it's still getting stuff done and you're still feeling the same way. I think, I think the thing, I, I say I don't get I don't get burned out because I don't I don't think I do because I don't stop. If I stop, then it might be difficult to get started again. I don't really know because I don't really stop. But um, even if I even if I take a break for for a few days a long weekend, which I do, uh, I'll still sit at the computer and make commits. And yeah, do do stuff if, if I if but I. It's a hobby. Out. I mean, this is the thing. It's a love. It's a passion. It's, it yeah. Is. <laughs> and I don't like switching off. I don't know how. I don't really know how to just stop thinking. So that's difficult if you're going to take a a, a week a weekend off and and you haven't. Well, it's, it's, yeah, it's like say, oh, don't think of your hobby now. It's yeah, like, well, that, that's my hobby. You know, I mean, it may be my job as well, but it's my hobby. I mean, you know, I, I, I'm, I, I don't, I don't know if you you find that distraction kind of helps if you if you're trying to do something and you get stuck and you just try and do something else that's unrelated. It unlocks you, it. Yep. Yeah, absolutely. the answer will sort of come to you, and, yep. and that happens when you're taking a break. So I, 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 even breaks, I sort of sprinkle with a bit of work, and then I don't really ever feel like I've, I've got a, 
start from the beginning sort of thing so yeah i, I suppose I, I i i'm not really very well organized i just work all the time no, I, I think you know i think naturally you've kind of got a very good you know kind of philosophy that you know because i do think like i don't know about you mickey but you know if mm. i've worked hard you know and i've done that i i kind of set my own bar that that is then the next oh i've got to work for that now every time i worked really well that month okay so now i've got to either do that again or push it harder and you know we don't work like that as humans you know we, we need to have this kind of we're working as hard as we can but we need to balance it out certainly like in the last year i, I definitely feel like i felt the burnout to be honest but but i on the other hand i you know i agree with joe and like sometimes i think right this weekend i'm not touching a computer and then by the sunday i'm like you know what i want to get back on it, it. yeah yeah it's a very strange sort of love-hate relationship i guess but um it's actually chemical, you know. Really? It is. Yeah. It doesn't because surprise you, me. The unknown releases yeah. chemicals, and, and 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 that's why you do it. That's is that what it is? Doing. That makes yeah. a lot of sense actually. Because I was skyping someone at work today, saying, uh, "I've got this problem. It's driving me mad, but I'm actually really enjoying it." That's really, <laughs> yeah, it's really weird. It's just, yeah, I'm getting kicked in the balls, but I enjoy it's it. It's the same <laughs> thing. It's the same thing that keeps UFOs hunters hunting for UFOs. Yeah. The pursuit of the unknown, the unknowable. That's 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 why we keep coming back because yeah. we want to know the next thing. Because we want to explore, we want to know. Yeah, I think that's what it is. Because there's no reason otherwise. I've woken up in the middle of the night and thought I'll just write this down, and I'll literally at two o'clock in the morning with no clothes on just write a bit of code down, yeah. and then I'm there the next morning. I know you. No mean. reason for a person to do that. Yeah. Yeah, that's, um, yeah, we yeah, start. I mean, if it's nine case. to five, that's it. If it's nine to five, why would you do that? But it's because you care. It is, yeah. it becomes part of your life. And I think that again is another thing with remote work. It like, I do enjoy the, I, I, I use the nine to five kind of ideology just because it allows me to kind of, I mean, I'm very, I'm not organized in my own self. Like, you know, being able to say, okay, I'm going to work these out strict hours because I will just work all the time or, you know, be doing something on the computer all the time. And I will notice after a couple of, you know, weeks or so, okay, yeah, Ed, you're kind of now burning out and you're not as effective as you would be if you were to balance yourself. I ha- I do have the hours nine to five. And I, I, you know, I say hello in the morning at nine and say goodbye most nights at five. But then if my, you know, if someone on a, on a, on a, the web team or my manager say contacts me in the evening i won't sort of ignore him i mean if he's got a problem i'll, I'll help him in the yeah. evening so i'm sitting there anyway and uh like work's not the only thing i've got to do no absolutely when you've got other stuff you've got the you know open source yeah. stuff you've got your family well yeah and I, I can't withdraw effort from stuff people are relying on so i've got I sort yeah. of, even after sort of i've finished work i'm not really finished i can't just get up and walk away so i do have nine to five and i try to stick to it for the for the sake of being able to have a bit of time with the, with the kids and our family and that, but um, yeah, I, 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 it does it does become your life, and there's no there's no point in trying to deny it. There's no point in ignoring people that want help in just because they're not in your time zone or whatever. Yeah, so I, I, I sort of just I just sort of admit that that's the way it is. Yeah, because that's it. Because it, your work, so so it's around the it's around the world. Then you've got these developers. You're all remote. You're all. Yeah, is there, is there no hub? Is there no like central place that certain people kind of bond? Yeah, together? there is. There is. Um, th- there's an office in Serbia, but uh, obviously um, they're on a different time zone. Yeah. And then there's people in America, and there's like one other guy in this country, I think, but I don't know what team he's on. And then, and then there's people all over Europe as well. So there's all different time zones. 
And like trying to work that out, because I'm guessing you use version, you use like Git or something that allows you then all to check in the code. And do you have like what? That's always what we're interested in with these big like remote team or, or just big teams in general. How do you structure your code? Is it just one central Git repository? Uh, or all feature branches. Every, everyone works on, yeah. on on feature branches. And then, uh, uh, yeah, there's a Git repository. Um, not on GitHub, it's a private one, obviously. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, everyone works on feature branches and then they get, they get as a release manager and, um, he, he sorts out the merging and releasing. And, and, and then, so, uh, and then like releasing it, is that, so that's a, is that a manual process then of like being able to, that person needs to then merge it into master and then. Basically, well, um, you work in a feature branch and then when your feature branch is complete and tested, you merge it into the develop branch and then the develop branch is what the release manager deploys. Okay. Um, so the actual release process is not automated because we've got like really weird database migrations to do and we haven't quite figured out an automated way to do it. And plus the, the, the guy who does the, um, the, the release manager chap, it, it, it's his thing. And, and uh, everyone says, oh yeah, you, you want to have automated database migrations. And yeah, you do if you're writing code today, but we just need to get stuff done again, yeah this is it you've got a you know a working product and i think that's again like you know as you said like it's nice to work on a product that actually is affecting someone you know having this brand new greenfield project and if it doesn't actually work out you've never tested you know i mean this the, these brownfield projects are great in the sense that you've got a problem and you want to solve it and you will see impact when you do these changes because people yeah. are using it yeah so that's that's the way we work it just no that's awesome i mean this this conversation has definitely taken more of like an emphasis yeah. on the uh remote stuff but i've really enjoyed it mickey yeah, have you got anything else you want to uh uh well i was just uh well i was gonna ask joe actually whether he's going to the uh php uk conference this month oh i'm not going you're not going oh no damn it thought maybe I'm... we could finally uh meet up then but uh did you I think totally about it? Missed it i totally missed it, it was going on actually yeah i just it, did, it was pretty quiet actually wasn't it? it didn't i didn't see much on twitter or anything like that actually i just sort of uh Search for it and found it, but uh, yeah, it looks like there'll be some good stuff there. So, I but, went. I went last year. Yeah. Um. Someone gave me a ticket last. Year. It's quite expensive, isn't it? It is expensive. That is the um, thing. Yeah. And I was totally broke last year, as you all know. And yeah. So someone gave me a ticket, and I was really grateful. And I, I did go down there for a day. Yeah. But I uh, couldn't really stay in a hotel because I mean, yeah. London. Yeah, it's, it is expensive. Yeah. 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 And um. I went down there and I was there for about two hours and to be honest it, wa- it wasn't that great but probably really? it wasn't that great because I didn't tell anyone I was definitely going to go like I, 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 so I you well, couldn't organise anything yeah well like the only people I met up with were two people from work and then once we, we we'd had a chat and um, we, we watched like a couple of the talks and they were a bit bit crap to be honest really? and, uh, and it was like um, the talks really weren't really aimed at me mm. Uh they were all about how PHP works and that, and it was like, well, you know, I kind of, I kind of write me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, so it wasn't really aimed at me, but I do like the socialising aspects of it. Yeah. I went to, I went to the Northwest one last year, which was good. Uh, I'm going to South Coast in July. I was going to say that. Are you? Uh, have you posted? You, I know you said last uh, last podcast that you'd uh, submitted. Are you accepted? And now you're in. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. <laughs> <Say> <laughs> yeah. Awesome, yeah. Uh, it might not be awesome. It might be extremely poo. No, well, well you're trying. That's all that matters. I man. was going to say, because this is the first conference I've been to, like uh, a PHP one. So I 
I don't know what to expect, whether it will be good or not. But uh, I had a lecturer actually the other day said that sometimes these conferences aren't great because they're all about making money and they don't care. Well, actually, I think that can be the case. Yeah. But a lot of the time, they have made their money by the time the conference is on. Yeah, there's yeah. not much. There's not much in the way of sort of pushy salespeople. Yeah, um, they've made them. The companies have made their money because they've got their name out there and they've got representatives there. Yeah, but they're not like they're not they're not pushy. Yeah, all that. Sure. And they get, they're getting their name out there. They're giving away freebies and that sort of thing. And that's all they really want. Swag. So yeah, the, yeah swag. By the time it actually gets to the conference, a lot of the time, the the money making has been done. Yeah, and, and now it's just sort of it is a lot of the, it is a lot about the, just the programming. It, obviously, there's a bit of selling stuff going on, but it's not forced on you or that because they've the, the, there's representatives of the company there and they're trying to tell you about their products. But if you don't want to listen, you don't have to listen. Yeah, so, sure. You're going to enjoy it, man. The, the social at the so. end, the social is awesome. Talking yeah. to other people, I think that's one thing that is hard, and you just got to try and get out your comfort. Is well, you you're actually good at this. You know, you've been northern and everything. Just talk <laughs> to people. You know, just yeah. just say hey, how you doing? You know, what you up to? What you because everyone's in the same boat. We're all programmers, and we and people want to learn. We want to well, learn. And you know what? I am looking forward to that. But also, like I've said a few times, like with with uni and stuff, my the thing that's really suffered for me in the last year or so is just keeping up to date with PHP. So that's actually, I'm actually going to kind of catch up and I shorted out in my spare time now, obviously just being a dad and stuff and uni. So I'm really hoping to go and catch up a lot on, on the PHP world. So that's what I'm really hopeful and I hope it is good content. So, well, I mean, no matter what the content, you're going to get valuable stuff because it will spark conversation. And, yeah. you know, that, that's the beautiful thing about all these. I, I found when I went to my first conference last year was even if the even if the talk wasn't exactly what you envisioned, it's given you kind of a thought and then you can talk to people about it. And yeah, it, yeah. it's well, great. Maybe you can, but I can't just walk up to people. And talk no, to I can't no, even. No, 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 no. no. I, I was going to say, you have to try and get out of your comfort zone. I try my best and it's hard. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't. I'm useless when I'm out of my house. I got no sense of direction, like, even, <laughs> in, even in a building. Yeah, no sense of direction, and I always feel lost, and uh, I feel intimidated by everything I see. (laughs) (laughs) So I'm not, I'm not, I'm not that great at conferences. But if you can arrange to meet some people, yeah, then then that's yeah. At least then you've got a place you can be, and yeah, 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 you can, yeah, you feel at least you're like organised in that sense. Yeah, yeah, and you can't get lost. That that's a very good point. I mean, because you're so your self coast, uh, you know, lightning talk. When is this going down? Uh, oh, not until July, actually. Not until July. Well, maybe I don't know. Like Mickey, I don't know if you're around. We could uh, maybe go down. I don't know if you'd be up for that, Joe. Well, maybe we could have a little meet up. Yeah. yeah. What I might what I might do is actually um, I might because I've got forty minutes to fill at the South Coast conference, so I might um, do like two twenty minute talks, and I might practice them at. Uh, smaller meetups and that. Yeah, so I, I might, I might, I'll be obviously going to some other meetups before July anyway. Well, let us keep us posted, man. We'll, we'll, we'll say them on the podcast, but also I'll, I'd love to go. It'd be awesome. Yeah, yeah. We could just get a couple of beers and just chill. Yeah, that sounds good. Well, I know we had like another little subject, but we have. Kind I of think, yeah, I think we've definitely yeah. got enough there. I mean, sorry about but, that. I kind of like diverged no, just onto well, the remote stuff. But I thought it was really interesting and like how we, you know, dealing with stuff. But I was going to say, uh, if it's not too cheeky with Joe, like maybe you'd come on again soon to talk about the other thing we had, what which was like sort of compiling PHP and. Personally, from a selfish perspective, I really like to talk about um, 
building PHP extensions. Oh yeah, uh, of course. And you probably be the guy to speak to about that. So uh, yeah, we'll we'll do that again then soon then if that's all right. Definitely. Awesome. That'd be awesome, man. Well, we're yeah, really grateful for you as always coming on and uh, and talking. So. Uh, Cheers, Joe. Cool. Uh, anything else you want to say, Ed? Or uh, no, no, I think, I, yeah, you've said it all, man. Awesome. Awesome podcast, guys. And I look forward to the next one. All cool. right, then. Bye-bye, Cheers. listeners. Bye. Bye. You've been listening to Three Devs and a Maybe. You can contact us at contact at threedevsandamaybe.com or follow us on Twitter at the number three, Devs and a Maybe.